Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Second hour of Old School here on 93.7 The Ticket. Uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. 402-464-5685. Start a Hammond text on Honda Lincoln Hotline if you want to join in the conversation. Uh, we're giving away two pair of tickets for tomorrow's game. you got to get down here to Barry's, get up to the rooftop, get your name in the box so we can give them to you before we leave today. Uh, the Start Hammond video stream is up. You can see what's going on here at Barry's. Uh, and normally what's going on in the studio, you can catch us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter Live. You can see all of that. Uh, that whole Ticket tick TV thing, it's a reality. It's coming. I'm letting you know. Uh, Jay Foreman, let us know, let them know about the Mercado. The Mercado, a retail store and butcher shop fe- featuring fresh, hand-cut, certified Piedmontese beef and their unique ingredients. Uh, they have plenty of cu- cuts of every kind of meat in- that you want. They have... Uh, uh, after they have a for dessert shop as well, uh, good appetizers, good atmosphere, uh, great great uh, restaurant. So Mercado's where it's at. Uh, Jay Foreman, let them know where we're at and why. We are at Barry's on Ninth and Q. It is alumni night. Come down like DP said. Register for one of the two pairs of tickets to tomorrow night's game, and you can have a drink uh, tonight. From 6 to 9.30 every Friday night, uh, you'll have drink specials, and the pep band will play at 8 and 9 p.m. before every home game, including the night. And if you're alumni, you get 10% off of all your purchases as long as you have your alumni card. It's good stuff all around. A couple of things to be thankful about and happy about. Uh, I want to share the story because, quite frankly, today was a pretty cool day um, in my circle and what we were able to do. I wanted to say thank you. Um, had the opportunity to spend some time with some of Lincoln's finest. Uh, through Lincoln Public Schools, uh, their scholar equity uh, cadre was held today. And the young men and women who were in that room today give me all the hope in the world about the future of Lincoln and Lincoln Public Schools. These are scholars. These are incredibly bright, brilliant young people who simply want better for everybody in Lincoln Public Schools, through Lincoln Public Schools, for Lincoln Public Schools. I want to say to Peter Ferguson and what he does and what he did today, of course the superintendent was there as well today speaking to those young people, I want to give a shout-out because, again, it gave me greater hope that the school system that we rely on is doing good things for good people and everybody included. Right. And it was amazing to be to meet those young people. Um, you'll see some of it on social media. Uh, but I hope you guys just take a moment and shout out the good work being done in Lincoln Public Schools. It was a great day. And, again, we want to thank the folks in Barry's uh, for what they do and allow us to do this thing. Okay, we are not telling you to bet. <laughs> we are not telling you to bet your money. See, this is why Carter is Carter. See, you put, you put a task in front of Superman, he handles his business. So, Carter, if you would please... Go ahead and play that re- that that intro. 
When we go to gamble, we go to lose subconsciously. Jay Foreman's Picks of the Week on Old School. Me, I never feel better or more alive than when they're raking the chips away. You got to know when to fall. <laughs> <laughs> when to fall. <laughs> See, that's when you know you're somebody. You already, I'm already one and over the week. Buffalo last night. Hey, you know, so we're going to go it's, through. It's, it's like that, Jake. <laughs> Don't ask the man why he's great. Just pay respect. Celebrate. That's right. <laughs> so, again, you have time. Get your laptop out. Get your pad and pencil. Again, I'm not telling you it's gospel. The only way is just to show you. So we're going to start with college football this weekend. Jay Foreman, if you would, please, kind sir, we're going to take you through. Let's start with the one where we can't. Nebraska fans simply cannot lose. Alabama, number one, travels to Austin, Texas to take on the Longhorns. No matter what happens, it's a good day. Who do you pick and why? I'm picking Bama. They're going to physically impose their will on Texas. They are a focused, motivated team, and they're about to make a statement. So Texas is in trouble. Quinn Hewers, or whatever his name is, the the, the, the master for mullet quarterback. Yeah, he gave too much money away. He, yeah, he's going to be out by, by halftime. He ain't going to be coming back. <laughs> I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. Number 24, Tennessee travels to number 17 pick. This is going to be a phenomenal game. I think uh, you have Narduzzi, the defensive guy, physical, wants to play man-to-man, in your face with his corners, physical up front, really good defensive line, underrated defensive line. Tennessee, conversely, has the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Tennessee has Heupel, who's kind of kind of come in with the kind of a new-age offense. Um, I'm going to pick Pitt because they're playing at home. And Pitt had a huge win last week. Uh, that, that they're going to be able to continue along in the process. But it's gonna, this is probably going to be the game of the weekend. I think it's going to be a good, good one. Because it's going to be so competitive. you got two teams that are, trying, are on the uptick, and they're going to be battling to see who can win it. And there's two teams that don't play very often as well. So you're going to see some exciting plays because the familiarity isn't there. You're two weird cousins for the battle at the border. Iowa State travels to Iowa. Who you got? Man. <laughs> I'm going to pick Iowa State because I think this is the year that Iowa State beats Iowa and so does Nebraska, okay? Petrus is flat out horrible at quarterback, okay? I hate to say that about a young man that's playing college and trying hard. But, dog, you had a 1.1 quarterback rating. Like, all of us old. Say, say, that, one, say that again. A 1.1. The only reason it's like it's like when you take the ACT, you get 60 points for putting your name on it. That's the only reason you ain't zero. Uh, he misspelled his own right, name. You're right. He, you're right. He, he put apostrophe S. So I think Iowa State is going to beat him because this is the year going into the season that they were actually weren't supposed to beat him. And I think they're going to win because Iowa State looked more like Iowa in their first game than Iowa looked like themselves. And I think it's too hard to go from that bad of an offensive performance to play against a team that's motivated. Now, look, Iowa's at home, so they're going to be able to kind of spark some stuff there. But also, I think I'm still going to pick Iowa State, but if 
Keegan Johnson is playing, I think it changes it. But Petrus, he was so far away from his receivers. He's bad. I don't think Randy Moss want to play with him. He was bad. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Iowa State because I think this is year. Seven year. Seventh year is the charm. Number 20, Kentucky travels to Gainesville to oh, take yeah. on number 12, Florida. Who you got? It's, it's, this is the battle of the two potential first-round quarterbacks that get, have a high ceiling or bust rate, you know, because of, you know, the, the short uh, test of, of what they've been able to do. Um, Kentucky's going on the road to Florida. I, I like Billy Napier. I like the, what he's got going on. That defense looked fast and physical. They're playing in the swamp. I'm going to go with Florida. Look at him go, Raf and Strickland agree. Uh, it's a big one in the afternoon. Uh, tomorrow we won't be watching it, but we'll still pay attention. Number 10, USC, for all the new bells and whistles and toys. They've got all the new tools on the, the, on the belt. Right. They travel and face the fighting trees of Stanford. Oh, this is a beatdown. USC about to go, go over there to Stanford and put in straight work. They, they, I mean, this ain't going to be close. I'm a Stanford fan. I love David Shaw. But USC looked – I'm going to tell you, USC looked a lot better than I thought they would just because I, I thought they would take a little bit for him to get going. But Lincoln Riley, you know, the, he, this is this is like child's play for him to be out there in the Pac-12. He's about to run through these dudes like Swiss cheese. He got I, he got two years before the Big Ten for them boys getting hit, start getting hit. I, I really was concerned about how this was going to look, but I'm not sure. We'll find out tomorrow. We'll find out tomorrow. Uh, the, the the best of the late games, number nine, Baylor, travels to Provo, Utah to face Dude. the number 21, BYU Cougs. This is the second most exciting and competitive game of the weekend because, of again, I, I think games become ultra competitive when there's not familiarity there, right? And you got Baylor. I mean, if you talk about polar opposites, not only geographically, but just who they are as universe, Baylor and BYU. BYU, I'm gonna tell you what. I'm, I'm gonna tell you what. There, that, that is a true statement, man. There's gonna be an, like an invasion of the Klingons when the, when Baylor shows up. But I'm gonna tell you man. what. Utah is sneaky, tough, physical, and something about when they play at home, they're able to upset. So I am reluctantly gonna pick uh, uh, BYU. I, I look, but I love Baylor though, if, and I love their coach. If you haven't, it's seen hard to play in Provo. Provo and their quarterback, even though he came after Wilson, can go. It can go too. Can so go. when you have a quarterback and you're at home, and them boys are going to be, hey, they're going to be playing at at warp, and they playing at night too. That high altitude, yeah, man. And, yeah, yeah. And, I'm going to go with BYU. And and the over under for how many Baylor alumni get arrested for trying to sneak alcohol into into Cougar Stadium? Uh, about 200. <laughs> yeah. If they, if they, they are wait, look, they're going to make quotas tomorrow night. If they, if they in Provo, Utah. Utah. <laughs> if, if I was a Baylor, Baylor fan, just put on some blue and white. Cause you know, all them, all them people that, that are uh, BYU, they drink, they just try to act like they don't oh, drink. Oh man. It is going to be spectacular. When, when people come up to you and go, what's in your, what's in your cup? Like I'm a Coke? grown man. Right. I'm a grown man. No, you can't even take Coke. They go look at you funny. They don't You're do right. caffeine. Oh, they don't? No, man. They they looking at you about everything. They Provo, different Utah. up there. That's why they had that Netflix show with that dude up there. Oh man, it is it is wild. It is wild. Okay, let's go to let's go to Sunday. Let's go to the big boards. And quite frankly, I, I I'm can I say I'm disappointed in the NFL for their opening week scheduling? Not so much the matchups, but the times. Why would you ever put ten people, ten games at the same time in your opening weekend? 
and then have three or four later and then no second you know Monday why? night game. You want to know why? Please tell me why. Game of Thrones is on. <laughs> hey, Dragons is coming in with fire and heads are getting cut off. Game of Thrones. Get with it, DP. You you two years too late. I'm not watching it's take you Game a bit. of Thrones. You, and when winter comes, you got to watch Game of Thrones. I'm just saying you could have. Let me, let me just say this. I'm going to start with the late games. And you, just just mad tell that, you. you just mad at who the commanders are playing. I don't care who the commanders are playing. I told you, I am I am unaffiliated. I am you, you in the I'm neutral. Portal? I am neutral. I am in the fan transfer portal. I mean that. Like, I'm just going to – you know what I'm going to do? Mm. I'm going to walk around the sports bar on Sunday and just hate everybody. Just hate on everybody. Well, you can't like, hate on them Buffalo Bills because they hate – Well, they're not like playing. That. But everybody else – They hate, played last hate, night. Hate, hate, like that. Hate, 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 hate. The Buffalo Bills it. let you know I'm here. I just – but here's the thing, right? So, at 3.30, they could – here's what they did. Giants, Titans, Chiefs, Cardinals, Raiders, Man. Chargers, Packers, Vikings. You mean to tell me one of them games couldn't just be moved to Monday night? Man, that one game. What what that game? What's what the first game you said at the three thirty? Giants Titans. Man, that's the bad. man. Come on, man. Don't ever put Daniel Jones on at three thirty five. That's a beatdown. Oh, you need to have the Vikings Packers on Monday night, that, even if it's the early game. One, two, three, four, five, six, Raph, seven, Raph, eight, Raph, nine. Getting, Raph getting excited about this Denver Seattle game. It's Denver Broncos against like the B team. Nine twelve o'clock games. Nine. Geno, the Geno Smith Bowl. Nine. You couldn't move one of them games, two of them games, three of them games. They try to get it in early, man. There's flights to be caught. Listen, man, I'm sorry. Well, look, everybody in the NFL watching Game of Thrones on the plane anyway. That's, that's what I'm talking so about. So, I, I look, look, I'd look. like to see a dragon come right in here and just fry Oklahoma next week. We saw the flyover. We, yeah. you know, we, you know. I, just, I, fry, just, just, just fry Oklahoma next week. You know, <laughs> it's going to be a fun week. Let's start with the Saints in Atlanta facing the Falcons. Well, they said, listen, here's a sneaky fact for you people that bet. Marcus Mariota has never, mm. and you should never use the word never ever, has never lost to the Saints. But <laughs> that Saints defense is coming with Cameron Jordan and, and Davis in the middle, and Jameis is the quarterback. Jameis Winston will win right here. I'm calling it comeback player of the year. Wow. Saints, big. Wow. Wow. Big okay. over Atlanta. Okay. I'm just going to tell you, this next game has my comeback player of the year. Okay. The the fighting brownies of Cleveland go to Charlotte and face Baker Mayfield and the, and the Panthers, and I just have a sneaky feel that Baker Mayfield shows out. They don't need McCaffrey. Yeah, we, look, we just had so an interesting Raff. fact that might change your betting. Yeah, right. Okay, Chris Raff came in here from from the sidelines and said Baker Mayfield's wife used, used to, to work, work at Barry. <laughs> so then, therefore, so then, therefore, this shouldn't count against my win and loss. We got to pick the Panthers because Baker Mayfield. Yeah, wife we, we kind of have to. Yeah, you got to. We kind of have to. We kind of have to. According to Raff, that, that, that's that's what you should have. There, well, there you go, Jake. Jake, she was there. There it is. Hey, Jake. Jake. That's too much information. <laughs> yeah, that's too much information. Oh, that is too funny. TMI, Jake. That is too to funny. Game. That is too funny. Jake can put himself out on front street. Yeah, right? Like, right. Like, like, like wife, you on the way down here Jake, right now. Jake, she gas pedal right? hard. She parked right there. She parked right there in the no park zone. No, no. She go hovercraft right, right. on. She go hovercraft Jake, right Jake, on up here to the rooftop. Hey, Jake's sleeping on the couch tonight. Oh, man. That's got to be sp- uh, Don't worry, Jake. I got an extra room for you. Also at 12 noon, the San Francisco 49ers 
travel to Chicago and face the Bears. I got the 49ers. And you know what? The thing about the four, two I play, new QBs. I play for, I it's play, two new QBs. But, but I don't know about Trey Lance. But I like Trey Lance because he's from Minnesota and he's Minnesota tough. So let me tell you something about the, the 49ers. If the 49ers really think they a gang. They really think they a gang because when you see them when they get when they come down there and they led by Big Trent Williams, mm-hmm. they believe that. I think they went big against he Chicago. He is the silverback of the NFL. Yeah. My fa- one of my favorite dudes. Uh, here's a really good one, and I thought this was should be one of the feature games of the early slate. The Pittsburgh Steelers travel to face the Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh. What a great game, week one game day. Uh, who you got, Jay? I got the Bengals. Uh, they got a obviously. I just look at the quarterbacks. Mitchell Trubisky is making. You know, I think he actually played better than he gets credit for. He he loses credit because he was picked before. Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, you can't help it that the Bears picked him. But he actually plays better than people give him credit for. But I think it's too early in the season for for them to get or for, for Pittsburgh to win this game. I think Joe Burrow and those guys are too much for this uh, Pittsburgh defense, even though the game will be close because that Pittsburgh defense is really, really good. In a team that is being billed as the team to beat in the NFC East, the Eagles travel to Detroit to face, uh, you know what? The, the, the fighting HBOs. The, 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 <laughs> the knee biters. Uh, right. Dan Campbell's team. Uh, you know, I don't know. I like Detroit's team. I think they've done a really good job of kind of adding, you know, unique pieces to them. Um, but I like the Eagles. I like what they've done in the offseason. I think they've gotten Hurts, you know, obviously a, a true number one. Um, I like their running attack. I think their defense has gotten better with Davis and uh, – the young linebacker, N'Kobe Dean from uh, Georgia, so they know how to win. They're plug-and-play guys. Detroit is just not mature enough to handle what the Eagles are trying to do, and I think the Eagles win. It's, it's going to be tough, though, because Detroit's going to be competitive. I, I, you know, I'm sorry that somebody has to play the Houston Texans. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts and the new-look Colts will travel to Houston and face the Texans. Who you got? Do it, Jay. Oh, man. Raft is trying to get me to to choose choose with my with my heart, and uh, but I'm not going to do that. Okay. Okay. The Colts are playoff ready, very well coached, tough team, at a legitimate quarterback. I'm going to go with the Colts. Okay. But Houston is is going to give them a run for their money, though. I, I you know nothing surprises me out of Houston. We'll take it a break. We'll throw it a break here, uh, early break, so we have an extra bit of time in the next segment. Why? Because the first game that we're going to talk about in the next segment is one of interest, and we'll set up a different kind of uh, panel here. But we're live at Barry's. We'll be up on the rooftop. We'll be here till 6. Again, it's alumni night, so stop through. We're giving away a, pair of, uh, a couple pair of tickets for tomorrow night's Huskers game. If you come down here and get down here, fill out the, your registration form, put it in the box, and you got a chance to walk away with tickets. But what I'm going to do is step aside, and when we come back, We'll have Jay Foreman and Jake Sorensen talk about the game of the day, the Patriots and Dolphins, and we're going to line it up and just let them just go after it. Oh, I love this. Right? So we'll throw the break. More old school, live from Barry's when we come back. 